It's auction time, it's auction time, it's time to begin the auction. Folks, you're in the right place at the right time. My name is Lance Walker, fast talker of Walker Auctions in Memphis, Tennessee. Welcome to the Time to Sell program. I am sold on Walker Auctions. Whoa, what time is it? I think it's time to sell. Hey, I think you're right. I am Eric Walker, and with me is Terry Walker. We are of Walker Auctions. And if that sounds like a family affair, it sure is. Um, and uh, we will be talking about uh, auctions today for the next hour. Um, folks, this is It's Time to Sell on KWAM 990. And, to uh, you know, we like to get in here and talk about auctions that we're conducting. Uh, auctions we've heard about other people conducting, um, auctions we'd like to conduct. This is really just a just a show about auctions. Um, so, uh, so yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, I am Eric Walker. With me is Terry Walker. My mother, Lance Walker, is usually here with us, but he uh, decided to take a vacation or well, he just calls bail. It or actually, he calls it work. Yeah, he is working. So Lance <laughs> is uh, the president of the. National Auction Association, um, and with that comes a lot of traveling, a lot of speeches. You know, he's really quite a lot like the real president of the United States. Uh, <laughs> deserves the same amount of respect. <laughs> it's a very similar difficulties of the job. You know, there's a lot of drama in the auction world. Uh, Lance is currently in Colorado and actually will be calling in with us in about 30 minutes or so um, to discuss... Uh, what's going on at the Colorado Auctioneers Con- or Auction Convention. Um, but Terry and I will be talking about what Walker Auctions has going on here in Memphis. Memphis um, we've got a couple of auctions um, closing here in the next week or so. Uh, you know, I tell you, things are slow at the beginning of this year. You know what, though? I have got my workers. We've got a toy auction that's going to come up. That's again. right. We've got a household auction with several gorgeous antiques in it that will be coming up again uh, shortly because Carrie and Dwayne are working on that. Uh, Kimberly is working on another antique auction. So there, it's the behind the scenes. Mm. <laughs> it's the behind the scenes. But hey, now Becky's got one auction up that closes on the 6th, which is next Tuesday. Oh, my word. She's got some great-looking guns in that auction. Very neat. And we also currently have uh, a decent-sized little firearm auction up and running out of uh, Haytown, Missouri. And you may wonder, Eric, if I buy a pistol out of that auction, how would I end up getting it to me? Because it has to be processed through a licensed firearms dealer. That's a great question, listener. I'm glad you asked that. (laughs) Uh, Those will be uh, taken by the seller uh, to a local uh, firearms dealer in uh, Kennett, Missouri nearby and they will handle uh, recording and shipping of uh, firearms to you when we sell pistols here in memphis uh we take them usually to keith warner and uh, uh they do a great job um now, that's and process you've got to realize that kennett missouri is where cheryl crow was re- born and raised that's so right you'll very, be in cheryl very scenic Crow's. town oh, very scenic i'm sure that there's you could probably purchase a tour i, I can't guarantee that <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could probably pay somebody to drive <laughs> to you around. You I don't know that house. I would call the tour. 
but anyway, um, yeah, but that's that's got some good uh, good guns, guns in it. it. Yes, yeah. many many of which never been fired. So really, yeah, really really good shape. All in really good shape. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, there's a 357 Magnum uh, rifle that was carried by the, I believe, the Pemiscot County Sheriff for his entire uh, career. And he never shot it. Uh, he I, he may have. I don't know. <laughs> okay, that one's not one that you know for sure. Yeah, that 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 I do not know. It's it's from the guy. Yeah, it's from the early seventies, I think. So. Uh, oh, oh. Well, we've also got an auction up that closes on the sixth that I mentioned that has also some guns in it. I hope you saw. Yes, those, Eric. I did see those. Those are nice. Those are nice. It's also got coins. It's also got jewelry. It's got furniture. It's got glassware. Um, it's also got a great vacuum. There's a vacuum cleaner that's a com- Electrolux commercial grade vacuum that I really think is pretty almost new. Um, but that one is Becky's working on that auction. So if by chance you have any questions about that, call Becky. She will be happy to help you with any uh, questions that you have. For sure. It does have some great things in it. Good furniture, very clean. The kitchen supplies, oh my word, every small appliance that you can think of, this person had. So you you do need to, to kind of check this auction out. It's got lots of lots of really interesting stuff and some, some good pieces of jewelry as well. If you're a collector of 14 carat, 10 carat gold, or you like to scrap gold, then you you do want to take a look at this auction. It's there's a lot of ten carat pieces, um, and some fourteen carat pieces. So you do want to look at that. I promise you, you're going to find something. There's also some great watches in it. So look at the watches as well. Um, and then Eric, I think we've got another auction that's jewelry. Ooh. Okay. Uh- we sell a lot of jewelry at auction, folks. And if you're needing to sell jewelry, auction is the way to do it. I, in fact, I spoke with someone this morning that has some jewelry. But there's one. Okay. Valentine's Day mm. is the 14th mm. of this month. And what if you're my wife's s- getting me. Oh, slacking around, <laughs> there's some pieces of jewelry in this auction that you do want to take a moment and look at. You will be finding something that you either want to wear or you want to give to someone to wear some some good real pretty pieces in this so take a moment look at each one of those pieces of jewelry um you've got gosh there is there's a lot of jewelry in this oh yeah my word so take a moment and look at that just go down down the scoop we've got that's coming up we've got some sterling flatware that's coming up in an auction you want to take a moment and look at that. We've got, um, of course, those toys that we'll be selling again. That will be coming up at auction. And we've got um, some more um, some more antiques. You know, one thing that we're, uh, Kimberly is selling in her auctions that I, I find it quite interesting, uh, thimbles. It's where you sew and you don't want to stick the needle in your finger. Oh, yeah. And I think some of those are sterling that Ooh. Kimberly has. So that's kind of a cool thing. Uh, she's got some 
um, um, furniture. She's got some glassware pieces. She's kind of got some neat clothes in that one in that auction as well. So you do want to take a moment and look at that. So she that will be on the website about the middle of this this week. So keep your eyes open for that one. Certainly, good stuff. So anyway, and also I'm still working on the documentary. Yeah, hey, tell us a little bit about that. Can you tell us anything about that? I can. I'm going to next. It's about the auctioneer's chant. Oh, what an auctioneer is known for. I'm going to um, be interviewing in a couple of weeks uh, Leroy Van Dyke. And you probably are too young because actually I'm too young <laughs> to remember his The Auctioneer song. Oh, yes. Um, I, I know it that song. because I've heard it because of being an auctioneer. But I'm going, he's the person who wrote it and sang it. Wow. Very cool. He he co wrote it with a, with a fella, but he made this song famous and um i'm going to be interviewing him very cool that is going to be a neat that's going to be a neat opportunity to visit with him about it Uh, i'm going to be interviewing the tobacco auctioneer sandy houston that's super cool i'm excited to see that i'm i'm real i am too i'm really excited to be that that's a that's a a um i mean that's a profession that's that's gone. It yeah, doesn't exist it's, anymore. It's becoming a lost art. Yeah. Um, which is kind of scary. And too. it is a unique, a very unique form of, of bid calling, correct? It is. It is. Um, and that's to me like cattle. Even though they use the same verbiage that, that we use when we sell anything, but it's it's how they do it. You know, do they sell it by the pound or do they sell the whole cow all at once? Certainly. You know, so there's there's a lot of little idiosyncrasies about auction. Well, and when, your, when your customer is very educated on the asset and the method of sale itself, you, you can get creative and efficient in how you're bid calling that stuff. Oh, yeah. And tobacco was, was a, a great example of that. Exactly. Exactly. Right. You know, and, and just keeping up with the times, I mean, that cut off, I mean, like. Pretty abruptly. Yeah. Like it was, it was all of a sudden you went from warehouses and massive massive warehouses of tobacco selling to two years later no, there just were no, no. tobacco auctions. they yeah. were the companies were buying it direct from the farmers that's right or they owned the farms or they owned the farm they yeah. bought the farms from the farmer yeah. yeah that's that's what's so interesting um and that's what's so sad about it as it well it's kind of sad yeah you you know you get that big centralization and then all of a sudden kind of an industry dies and, yeah and you can go on you can go on youtube and look up these tobacco auction calls. Yeah. Sandy Houston is who you want to look look him up. Yeah. He was kind of a rock star in his in his heyday, uh, which is kind of cool, I think. Very neat. Yeah. So anyway, and I also um, spoke with the very, uh, one of the very first uh, winners of the bid calling competition, Paul C. Bear. He, he was, he's, he's sending me a bunch of paraphernalia for our, uh, documentary so i'll have that as well very cool i've changed something i did yesterday yeah um i was I, I was getting my hair done and i was talking to a per- woman that was at the beauty shop where i was and she said um i was talking someone mentioned that i was doing this documentary and she asked me about it she is was telling me about her she's a relative of the the people who own the rendezvous and so she was 
talking about the, the documentary that they just did that's just now out on the it's called the Vuz and it's the rendezvous um documentary ah, I went by and saw it last night how was it it was so good it was Very so cool. Memphis oh my gosh it was so Memphis basically what it's the servers that yeah. have given their life to serve and they've loved it it's not like they've given up anything um just like anybody with a job but this was a job that they absolutely loved and the, well, the Verdos family yeah the, is such a they're just such so, good people well whenever i was talking to her what brought the i told her that we did charlie vargas's yeah. estate and she said well you're gonna love the documentary and so um anyway it was it was sweet and and you do find you learn a lot about memphis you learn a lot about uh the rendezvous and and you know even the location is so strange it's in the basement so isn't that so weird it when is people so are like weird. hey go you, yeah go check out the rendezvous i'm sure you know out of towners <laughs> see the sign and they're like is this oh, am i gonna make it out of here but they had so it's many so celebrities cool. come through there george bush oh man uh, uh, i mean yeah. like oh kiss every yeah well, uh, justin so, timberlake is there like every week oh really <laughs> he goes there all the time they well, have a I table for him I think that is just the coolest thing. But that docu I was able to go watch that documentary and and since I've been doing documentaries, I'm watching them more and more. So I'm keeping my eyes open on different types of documentaries. Yeah, you got to get ideas going. Yeah, you really have and and I've I've kind of got plans laid out and ready to do it and ready to start traveling to go record. That's what that's the next step. We we're just moving right along. Well, folks, uh, you were listening to the It's Time to Sell show. You know, we've been doing this for, uh, I think, like two and a half years, and I still don't know, is it is it just It's Time to Sell or Time to Sell? Show? Is it like, is it Eagles or The Eagles, right? It's not. It's Eagles. Yeah, right. Time to Sell. Okay. Okay. There we go. We got it. There's copyright stuff that we have to get correct here. So, And uh, you're listening to... Uh, Eric and Terry Walker of Walker Auctions discuss everything auction uh, going on in the world that we can find. Um, Terry is just discussing her very cool documentary that she's actually making about the history of the auction chant. Um, and I think you, so. You're going to be going to Alaska, uh-huh. South Africa. Uh-huh. Uh Any other foreign countries? No, but we. Uh, you, I think you're going a good bit to the Midwest. Yeah, we'll be going. Um, the the only. The auctioneer from South Africa is one that is going to be in the competition. So we're going to get a little bit of history about him because the, this. He's uh, great. Yeah, this this documentary is ending with the national uh, auction, uh, national auctioneers competition that uh, is held every year at conference and show. And so that's what that's how we're going to end the competition. And he is going to be in the competition. So the the fella from. Alaska is going to be in the competition, and then I've, we've got several other people. So there's a woman in Canada, and then there's a woman in Mexico. Now, the gentleman from South Africa, does his? Can you hear his accent in his chant? Do you hear it uh, kind of affect it? Not, not as clear as in just general, general conversation. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like singing, I guess. Yeah, you know, a lot, you know? lots of British people uh-huh. don't have a Mm-mm. an accent when they when they, when they sing. sing. Yeah. yeah, which I I find that interesting in itself. So. Um, but no, he's a great guy. It'll be a lot of fun. We're still working on that because we're trying to work it around an auction that he has because oh, we cool. want to record yes. an auction that 
and see if it's just any different than the auctions in the United States. Certainly. So that's another thing that we're looking at. Same way when we go to Canada, um, your dad and I used to do several auctions in Canada. Your dad did a lot of auctions in Canada. Yeah, yeah. I did not, but I've done a few auctions in Canada. And um, it's a little different, but pretty much the same style as in the United States. Um, and in in Mexico, and that is just using taking advantage of the bilingual uh, opportunity to sell. So the person that we're we're view, uh, recording there is is bilingual. So she'll do she'll sell in in English, and then she's right in the middle of that chant. So she's going, you know, two hundred dollar bid now, three hundred dollar bid now. Where would you bid four hundred? Instead of going to four hundred, she says. She she doubles Three. up her own. <laughs> yeah, that is nuts. That is nuts. It, it's really cool. So she she states a bid and then uh-huh. states, states it, it again, again in Spanish. In Spanish, yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, it's, it's so cool. And then we're interviewing. Um, there's an auctioneer that sells cattle. He does the same thing. He's bilingual and he's in Oklahoma, wow. and so he does the same thing when he sells cattle. This kid is 18. Unbelievable. 18. And if you go on TikTok, this is one of the things that I've noticed about him is that he does some advertising, but he, he'll be on a horse and he'll have his shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about his auction. <laughs> you know what? If it works, it works. It works. Yes. And if you're 18, you can do that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It, you sure can. It looks a lot better than if you're, you know, not 18. Not, <laughs> yeah. If you're older than that. So anyway, it's amazing whenever you talk to people about asking them to be a part of the documentary, how they just, they they will tell you anything about their auction business. That's auctioneers, anything. though. Oh. The, as a, an auctioneer, if you're uh, stuck in an airport and you find out somebody's an auctioneer. Go talk to them. Go talk to them. You won't have to say a word. <laughs> no. They will go and go and go. Hey, Eric, also, you know, before we, before your dad calls in. Yeah. I want to. We need to talk about the there. There's a house that we've got coming up, probably in just a few weeks, on um, Prado Road. Yeah, tell us about that. It is actually it's a nice house. It's got um, four bedrooms, huge attic, it's two levels. Uh, master is downstairs. Um, it's got a huge garage that the fellow that lived there used it as kind of a a workshop top garage so you could park a car in and still have plenty of room to uh do some workshop but it's in it's in near the airport so it's it's a great place to um i mean it's a great home it really is a a great little home it's got good neighbors we've been we've sold some stuff that's one of the places that kimberly's been working out of yeah and um the neighbors have been super super easy to work with they've been so kind so that's a house that we've got coming up and then we've got one in cordova yes we do yeah we have one coming up in cordova yeah it's a it's one that um someone hadn't lived there in a long time i mean it's been it was empty and then someone's moved back into that home uh but they're wanting to sell it um children have grown and they're out of here yeah and um, the fella who owns it has got a job downtown, and driving back and forth is That's not rough. a lot of fun. Not a good yeah. But it's a huge home, um, huge, huge pool in the backyard. That is a large pool in the backyard there. Yeah. yeah. And then it's got like a cooking area. I can't remember exactly. It has an outdoor patio for um, for 
like grilling. Like an outdoor kitchen. Great, we'll need some a little work. We'll need mm-hmm. some fixing up. But if you're looking for a wonderful, you know, project oh. house that's appropriately priced, this would be a great opportunity. Yeah, it's a great family home. A great family home. Um, um, yeah, it's. It, I think there are what one, two, three, four, five. I can't six or seven bedrooms. Yeah, it's huge. Um, I mean, it's very big. But yeah, it's a big well. house. Um, but also, it's one that you could really and truly move into while you're, you know, kind of doing some repairs oh, yeah, or certainly. updating it's not, anything. It's yeah, not, it's, it's ready to go. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But it'll need, yeah, it'll need a little bit of, uh, of uh, polish and uh, PLC. Yeah. But it really, it if you are wanting a, a family home, this is the one yeah. to get. Yeah, it's, it's in a good neighborhood, spacious. too. That, yeah, that's one and it's, it's next to a school. Being a realtor, I should know which school. But it's next to a school. Um, oh, that'd be great for uh, there are, and the reason I know that is because there are cars lined out for uh, picking up and dropping off. Uh, really? Yes. It's, I it's, don't even know what school that is. I'll, I'll have to. Well, I'll yeah, find we'll, out. We'll just. Know. Okay, we will tell you next week, and you'll have to listen <laughs> to this <laughs> radio right. show to know what school we're talking about. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> but. Yes, we folks, we are uh, Walker Auctions, and we uh, come on this show to talk about pretty much everything auction related. And it, you know, sometimes people ask, "What exactly is an auction?" And an auction is is really just um, an active environment for people to come together uh, and bid on something uh, at competitively, usually at about the same time. Um, so, you know, the auction method of sale is one that is kind of universal. It's very, very old, and it's getting people in a crowd and saying, uh, hey, would you pay this much for this thing? And the person says, yeah, I'll pay that much for that thing. And then you say, okay, would anybody else pay this much more for that thing? And somebody in the crowd says, yeah, I'll pay that for that thing. And you go back and forth like that until uh, no one else wants to spend any more money. Um, and that's pretty much an auction. Uh, that's about it. That's that's what we get paid for. <laughs> <laughs> but folks, we handle uh, uh, lots of different asset sales. We handle business liquidations. Um, that includes, uh, you know, selling pallet racks and forklifts, but also liquidating offices and mm-hmm. furniture that kind. Um, we handle uh, estate auctions. You know, we that's a lot of what we do. Is we'll come into your home. Uh, catalog, photograph everything inside, and then uh, sell that off to our rather large um, registered bidder base of about 10,000 folks here uh, in Memphis. Um, And then uh, we will uh, also handle, you know, vehicle assets, um, heavy equipment, uh, firearm sales, uh, jewelry. Uh, The auction method of sale is one that is widely applicable and very successful for people in a situation where they need to get rid of some assets. They need to have some liquidity. Um, we also sell real estate at auction, um, but we also list real estate. So we are asset handlers. It's what we do. That's uh, Oh, I like for that. Quite some asset time. Right. handlers. Yeah. We're asset ropers. <laughs> um, that's, that's a, that's a little insight into the life of Walker auctions. Um, uh, you know, in that, Whenever you talk about a personal property and real estate, one of the things that have we've done quite a bit of is estates where Certainly. we sell the personal property and the real estate. Right. And having one person to go to has made it so much easier on our sellers. 
Um, yep. Even they have told me that that just m- makes it so much easier whenever they're answering to one person. Right. And it makes it easy on us because then we can show the house while we're setting it up. Um, or we can wait until after we've sold all the furniture out of the house. Yeah, well, and we've that done does, both. That's right. Yeah, that does let us adapt the situation to the seller's um, needs. Mm-hmm. So you know their mm-hmm. timeline, et cetera. It's it's almost always better to list a property uh, for sale when the contents are cleared. But sometimes the time does that not allow. Just it doesn't work out, Mm-mm. and so we have to price accordingly. We have to put it on for bidding accordingly. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, you know we want that situation to uh benefit what the seller needs we want that that opportunity to be tailored to uh you know what your need is in your situation that is true and and too it it makes it selfishly it helps us to be able to sell the home because we're in it so much right setting it up we we learn the quirks we learn the good bad and the ugly about the house but in reality, we do, we, being females, you know, we kind of decorate the house as we're working well, on it. Hey, we kind you're, of. You're a female. <laughs> That's true. Well, no, hopefully folks can tell that I'm not. But the low voice. Maybe I need to gruffen up my voice a little bit. <laughs> but we do, you know, like you'll, you'll have. We, that's something we chat about <laughs> is how to decorate the house. So that, that is something. And also. I just spoke with someone today, and they're, um, I think she said six siblings. Oh, wow. And and it makes it so much easier if this everyone can watch what's going on. Yeah, that's a really nice mm-hmm. thing about our auctions. So all of our auctions are, are online. All of our personal property auctions are online, and most of our real estate auctions are all online. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can do bidding from anywhere in the world. You right. have access to the internet, um, which means that uh, if, if maybe there's an estate that it may not be in dispute, but the family doesn't have uh, the best of, of feelings about the rest of the family, you know, it, these situations can get rough. Um, and uh, every single item is is viewable on our website for public bidding at, at day or night, twenty four seven. Yeah. So you know your your family uh, extended or or uh, close can see all of maybe your parents' assets or the family's shared assets available for sale and see how things are listed out. And if they have any, you know, issues or, or problems, they can contact us and let us know. Oh, and, and I think um, the other thing that works out well is that they can watch. Good grief. They can even add up the totals if they want to. So that it makes it easy for them to say, oh, I know what the check is going to be whenever we get it in the in the mail. Um, but it makes it so much easier for the family. And that's what I've heard over and over again. Yeah, um, in fact, one time there was a fellow in New York who had hired me to do the his mom's estate. She had passed and and I was doing her estate and we got the auction up and and uh, I sent him a link to it and said, OK, here's. Here's the auction. If you have any questions, just let me know. And immediately I got an uh, email and it's, he said in the email, it was, he said, if you would look at item number 27 in that closet is my tennis shoes. I could not find those. 
No and joke. He said, I really don't want to sell those. <laughs> Can you, is there any way we could work something out so that I. <laughs> and so you suddenly, charged him a few hundred dollars. I charged him, right him over. <laughs> and what is wrong with you? Does your mother know? No, I said, it was kind of funny. I said, we'll work that out. No worries. Yeah. Absolutely. So, because it, the auction had just gone up and luckily he did check on it before there were any bids on that item. Sure, sure, sure. So I was able to handle that. But he said, I just, I wondered what I did with those. He said, I guess the last time I was there. Uh, That's too <laughs> funny. Well, you know, gosh, I mean, folks, you have lives, you have things going on. It is tough when all of a sudden you realize, okay, we need to move mom or dad to a home. Oh. Or um, I, for some reason or other, you have come to be the executor of, a, of an estate mm-hmm. or what have you. That is a tough thing to handle. That's really, really difficult and expensive. And all-consuming. Um, and yeah, All-consuming. Consuming. So, you know, we do this every day. Um, we handle this kind of stuff every day. Um, we work with, um, if you need a probate attorney or an estate attorney, we work with several. Mm-hmm. We have people that we can recommend to you if you'd like. Um, but you need somebody to come in, help you organize this stuff. Um, liquidate it for you so that you can move on to more important things like potentially a funeral or you know handling the costs of a nursing home or making space in the house so that you can sell the property uh they, these things don't need to sit around they don't no. need to wait and we can come in and handle it quickly and efficiently for you and the other thing is we go through every single drawer we sure do in that house and you'd Gosh, be surprised we're so nosy. you would be surprised some of the things we found i have um yes that's true becky or kimberly or brenda lee will call the seller and say did you know that there was a ring in some drawer yeah did you know are you do you want to sell that so and now with the um being able to take a photo and text it to the person so simple <laughs> <laughs> this is what i found <laughs> well shoot one time i found a thousand dollar bill that's right I didn't. one time uh, we found a, a forty thousand dollar comic <laughs> <laughs> yes we did <laughs> um, so you you just never know this could be your opportunity to win the lottery certainly to, yeah absolutely so uh, that works that works out nicely but th- that is super nice to be able to um work with a family um any from the the attic to the main floor to the garage to the storage shed in the back yeah that that's what works out really nice yeah and and my suggestion to anybody who's listening whatever you do do not get a storage unit and keep that furniture in it i've I can't even tell you how many times I've gotten a call about selling some items in a home and then they've changed their mind and they're going to put it in a storage unit. And then, you know, five years later, they call me back and say, can you sell from the storage unit? No, no, we cannot. That storage unit does not want us in there (laughs) doing stuff. And they certainly don't want us in there letting people people, in and out. Yeah, this stuff. It's uh, I mean, you're you know, they get mad. They'll get mad at you if you are doing stuff with facebook marketplace they're, yeah like it's they're it's, very strict about that well and they have to be protected yeah certainly that's the storage unit is not a place for you to house goods for sale it's a place for you to house goods right um we could sell it all at once to one seller yeah we I can mean, do that to one buyer uh you're not gonna like 
the check that you get at no. the end of that sale if you Mm-mm. get anything. Um, no, you're uh, not. But also storage units are, I, I have, I, and now we have a bit of a biases because, or a bit of a bias because we're, uh, the, the people that we deal with are already in this direction, but I, I've never met somebody who had a storage unit that they weren't like, yeah, you know, I haven't really pulled anything out of there in four or five years. <laughs> probably should just throw this stuff away (laughs) don't add up how much it (laughs) don't you don't just just toss it (laughs) yeah the months the months add up there's 12 in a in a year (laughs) and they come together very quickly (laughs) yes 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 they should and then you get to a point where physically you don't have that strength or energy to deal with it you know and that's miserable i mean that's awful when yeah when you've got a, a, a you know a a ten by twenty often uh, storage unit that you're trying to clean out either in the de- it's always either in the dead of summer or the dead of winter so it's a hundred and three degrees outside or it's ten degrees outside <laughs> and you're like Eric can you come look at my storage unit. <laughs> No, I cannot. I can't come look at that. I can uh, in I can, October. I can uh, offer you lots of sympathy. <laughs> now, storage units are are, are difficult, um, and uh, so we highly recommend when you're whenever you're in a situation like that, um, you're almost always better off just selling the contents of of when they're at the location that they're at. Yeah. Um it's yeah. it's almost always better. Um, well, but, and I will tell you, there's some romance to an estate. So it does attract attention to our bidders. Yeah, certainly. You know, and the the bigger the the bigger the sale always. Mm-hmm. You know, that bigger, makes a huge bigger the jar of honey, the more flies it attracts. Yes, something like that. I think it's the same. Yeah, that I'm, is I'll true. I'll start using it. It'll be mine. I'm gonna write a we'll book that. called Ericisms. <laughs> well, one day that that will happen, I'm sure. But yeah, the you I very seldom take less than a hundred items for an auction. Yeah, absolutely not. I that, mean, there's some. Not... Sometimes there are reasons for that, but I, I typically, uh, it's just not good for my seller, and I've got to look at my seller. Yeah, and also this is an expensive business to run. Um, we need, we need stuff to sell in order to justify mm-hmm. selling it. Yeah. Um. So, uh. But that being that being said, folks, you are listening to Walker Auctions. Uh. It's uh, it's time to sell show. I tell you what. The, the but you've got to almost yeah. say it. Yeah, you really do. You can't. I'm no grammar expert. You can ask my English teacher back in tenth grade. Um, but we're. I think we're waiting on Lance to call in. He's currently at um, the Colorado Auctioneers uh, State Convention. State Convention. Mm-hmm. Now, so oh, hey, I think we may have him on. Yeah, I think we do. You had me on. Hey, oh my is gosh. that Lance Walker, fast talker? Is this Eric Walker, slow talker? That is right. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm here at the Colorado Auctioneer Association, and they have told me that the best auctioneers in the country are right here in this room. Well, wow, and, uh, big news. Yeah. And, the, and their voices. Here, Colorado Auctioneer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm kind of surprised in this one. I didn't know this was going to happen. So uh, uh, I, I've got uh, just a bunch of very active auctioneers. And uh, I'm going to start mine, and I say, oh, he is really old. (laughs) 
Sir, would you introduce yourself, please? Paul C. Bear. Terry uh, uh, and Paul are good friends, and uh, Paul's past champion, and Terry is. And uh, Paul C., you and I are kind of up in there years. Why do you keep coming to the Colorado State Association meeting? Well, there's probably two main reasons. One is um, education. Yeah, there's always something to learn, and they've got excellent speakers. Um, the association and its board of directors have done an excellent job. Except for today. You national speakers in here, <laughs> seriously, you and uh, the IAC champions, the uh, uh, junior masters here. Um, and anyway, they've done an excellent job. And so um, I get to listen and learn about new things, new technology, new things that are coming out in the auction profession. So education is one. Number two is, is fellowship. Uh, the uh, old auctioneers that I've known or old friends and stuff so on, and meet new ones. I met a young lad from uh, Nebraska here and his wife uh, this morning. And uh, so I would say the two main things are education and fellowship. I enjoy every minute of it. And so there's your answer from Paul C. Bear. <laughs> Eric, do you hear that okay? We sure can. It's always okay. good to hear from Ball Bear. Legend. Good, yeah, good. Well, he's getting older than people. I just didn't know. <laughs> oh, now he's grabbing the mic. And just for the record, um, <clears throat> when um, I was uh, uh, in grade school, Lance was already out of college and uh, I'm doing his career as an officer. For those of you listening at KWAM 990, this is Lance Walker, Matt Dalton. And I am in Denver, Colorado, having a ball. They have asked me to come and speak. And I want to speak to a new officer. If I'm not mistaken, you, you're kind of new in the business, right? That's correct. Okay. Hold on. Let me let me get over here. Would you introduce yourself? Hello. Nathan Scott Collin here from Fort Collins, Colorado. Betty Butter Auctions is my company. Yeah, how, how you like that name? Betty, Betty Butter Auctions. Oh, That's fantastic. That cool. Nathan, uh, can, you, can you give us a, an example of the, uh, the namesake of your auction company? Absolutely. Better Bodder obviously is the biggest and the hardest tongue twister there is. And it's also the name of my grandmother in honor of her. Oh, That's geez. wonderful. Oh, Very nice. That is great. That was uh, where you were trying to go in the auction business. But I'm a fundineer, as uh, Haley Bear would okay. coin the term, if you will, if I can use that. I won't, but I will. <laughs> uh, uh, charity auctions and fundraisers is primarily my business. Okay. So... You come here today, you're a great lecture from Haley. Haley Bear is the current champ, IC champ. And uh, what did you get out of that? Uh, where to start? I've got about five pages of notes here. <laughs> Do you want me to go over them all? This is radio next So um, I just think that the biggest thing of all is make sure that relationship building is the biggest key of all. Yeah. Good deal. Uh, Haley gave a great lecture on the uh, uh, benefit auction. And, of course, I have to remind her, you got it all for me. You know, she came to my BS class. But. <laughs> You're right. Uh, and she's to my right. So I want to talk to Haley. And uh, uh, Haley is the current IAC champ. Haley, how's the year been? Oh, it's been wonderful. I've had a lot of fun uh, being able to go out and to different state associations. I got to come to Tennessee. Yes, you did. I yeah. got to meet your son. Yeah. yeah, we had a lot of fun. You yeah. guys have the best food, yeah. some of the best food. Yeah, it was. it's been a lot of fun meeting new auctioneers and getting to connect with uh, old friends. So, Haley, what, what you touched on in your lecture, which I think is really important, was using social media. And tell us how that's helped you as far as your business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we talked a lot about uh, the, the Facebook, the social media side of it, as well as the face-to-face -face relationship building. 
I, to be honest, man, I am not world renowned when it comes to social media, but I have somebody, my sister, who helps me out. So if you're not the best at it, you need it in this day and age. You need that digital footprint. But if you don't know how to do it, hire somebody who does. So she's done it for us, and it's been wonderful. We actually had an Instagram message come in the other day about uh, in Austin in another state. So yeah. um, it, it's wonderful. Yeah. Terry uh, and I, we did that as well. We planned this so about... 30 years ago, we had Eric, and uh, <laughs> uh, so Eric knows what he's doing, so we turned it over to Eric, don't we, Eric? That's right, yeah. It's okay. worked out okay, okay, I think. All right. I want to get another new off you over here. Tell us, you're not one of the bears, are you? I'm a bear. <laughs> hey, Eric, this room is full of bears, okay? We won't hold that uh, against him. Okay. Right. Tell us a little bit about yourself. My name is Justin Bear. I'm two years into the auction industry. I uh, work uh, primarily at Benefit Auctions. Do some clerking at auto auction as well. Um, what else would you like to know? Uh, that sounds good. Yeah, where are we going from here? Besides women, man. All right, okay. Would you believe I have two IAC champs in the same, in the same room? Same room. Here we go. How you doing, Lance? Brian Dean with you. Hey, Brian and, uh, is giving a lecture we got uh, Haley and I are talking right. uh, team this afternoon. Yeah. Brian, how's the year been as champion? It's been great. You know, uh, it's very flattering to get invited to all these states to speak yeah. about, you know, what you know about the auction business and be able to share, um, you know, tips and tricks with other auctioneers. And also, I like it because you really get a lot more of an opportunity to talk with people that you maybe only see once a year. And so you get, get to have a deeper conversation yeah. and, and kind of get to know them as people, not just auctioneers. Yeah. And Brian, tell us your specialty. Um, I have, uh, I'm a jack of all trades and master of none. I feel like I've had success in spite of myself. I like to really look at myself as kind of a Swiss Army knife. I mean, I do um, real estate auctions for my father. We sell equipment, personal property, uh, do some fundraisers, and then sell four auto auctions a week. So I feel like having my hand in a lot of pies has kind of helped in yeah. my career. Yeah. Thank you, Brian. Eric, how much time do we have left? We got about ten minutes or so. Okay. Well, I I just uh, what I'm going to do, and for those of you listening on KWAM 990, we appreciate you tuning in. We're there. We are every Saturday at one p.m. on time to sell, and uh, I am president of the National Auctioneer Association. I get the honor of going around the different states and talking to them, and I'm going to be in ten states in ten weeks. I've got a real busy time coming up. And uh, I'm in Denver today with some auctioneers <laughs> learning about what, uh, uh, what they do, their different style. I want to talk to the president of the uh, Colorado Auctioneers Chapter. Whit, tell us who you are. Hi, my name is Mike Whitfield from Federal Heights, Colorado, and I appreciate everyone who's joining us in person and uh, over the air at our wonderful convention. Mike, you kind of picking up the Air Force, and Eric and Terry, both of us listening in Memphis, Memphis cannot hold a candle to the chaos of the Denver Air Force. It's, uh, <laughs> it's got to be the busiest airport in the country. Third largest in the world. DIA uh, is the third largest airport in the world, and it's the largest employer in the state of Colorado. Wow. Last night was unreal. It was just, I, I could not believe the amount of people, the amount of cars. Uh, Denver has a whole lot going for it. So tell us about the association, and uh, you have a three-day event, is that correct? 
Correct. The association is about uh, 66 years old, and um, it was founded as in order to educate uh, the public uh, about the auction method of marketing and to provide uh, opportunities for fellowship and continuing education uh, for our industry members. And every year uh, in the spring, uh, we get together in fellowship and to celebrate uh, this method of commerce that we love so much, no matter what type of asset we sell, whether it's fundraising or automobiles or livestock or um, farm equipment, um, despite all of our differences, we, we rally together um, every year to celebrate the method that we love so much. Thank you very much. And, and, and you can see that in the room. You know, in Tennessee, when we have our association, we just fight. You know, but <laughs> Colorado, they stick together. And I'm going to interview somebody who doesn't want me to interview you, and that's Callie Christmas. Because Callie is the new state executive, uh, what's your title, executive director, and she's the new state executive director in Tennessee. So, Callie, tell us what you do for auctioneers. So, my company is Auctioneers Association Management Team, and we manage 11 different Auctioneers Association conventions across the country. Um, basically, what we do is we help keep everybody in line. You know, a lot of these auctioneers can get a little unruly from time to time. Uh, but for the most part, we help run their social media, their website, we run their membership, um, and we help them just kind of continue to grow in the industry. And to me, I think the most important thing is that everyone's better together when it comes to the auction industry. And so I think that um, every relationship that you build continues to build for the relationship in the future and can continue to help you grow as a professional as well. Kelly, write that down. That's a great speech. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Well, guys, are you still there, Eric? We're still here and eagerly listening. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to wrap it up here, but what I wanted to say uh, to the Colorado auctioneers and everybody listening, I truly believe that auctioneering is the best form of the free enterprise system that exists in this country. Because where else can you get willing buyers who are ready to buy, a willing seller who's ready to sell, and you put them together either in a live auction or an online auction, and what do they do? They compete. They compete to buy that asset. It's not, okay, I got one buyer, and let's, let's just deal with that guy and back and forth and back and forth. Oh, let's put it on Facebook Live and see what happens. And auction, I believe, gives you true market value. I believe that with all my heart. And on that day, when you have that auction, and let's say you're selling a house, and you have uh, 12 uh, qualified buyers there in the yard signed up, or maybe online you got 15, 12 signed up there, those people have agreed to sign a contract, put a down payment that day, and close in 30 days. I believe that's part of that. That's what we do as auctioneers. So guys from Colorado and ladies, let's just give a big old so long from Colorado. Ready? Go. <laughs> All right. Here. Oh, how you doing the show without me? Good try. Okay. Uh, we'll do our great. best. Thanks for calling in, Dad. Sorry, we'll see you. Well, there you go. There you go. That sounded as as about as organized as a bunch of auctioneers can be. Colorado yes. is a really cool state for auctions um, because of, uh, you know, how much pasture land there is. I mean, they have so many. You know, they like they have their own. They don't just have. 
the National Auctioneer Association, they, or the the Colorado State Association, they have their own cattle, cattle auctioneer yeah. association, yeah, um, which is its own thing too. And I mean, you know, those guys are nuts. They're selling six hundred cows in a day, um, just going through and and running them. It, that that's so yeah. Great. That that is um, it's. <laughs> It's a it's a great bunch of great auctioneers come from that state. Yeah, good. Folks. I will say that. Um, but anyway, and I'm, I tell you what, they have a lot of good bid callers, and I think that's uh, has to do with cattle auctioneers and car auctioneers. When you're selling an auction four times a week, your chant is going to improve. You're going to be killer. <laughs> yeah, that one guy said that they they're doing they're doing uh, yeah, four, four car, car auctions, auctions a week. week. I don't care how big those car auctions are. You're they're they're, they're moving. They're moving. They're, they're cutting moves. it through, and and you got to call fast, and you got to be able to. Your peripheral vision really enhances because you've got to be able to see every bid. Yeah, yeah, you and know? and also, you know, there's there's an aspect of this industry that I feel like forces a large degree of integrity. Yeah, you know, you're doing some. You're you're making a sale publicly in mm-hmm. front of lots of people, mm-hmm. um, and you need to be able to be honest in an open context. Oh yeah. Um, so I, you know, our experience with auctioneers has, has been that they tend to be sometimes a little too honest. Yeah. On top uh, of their game. That's right. Yeah. So, um, I, one time I did a, um, salvage auction for a salvage company and you're just going down the line, kind of like tobacco auctioneers, but you're going down the line selling a pile of salvage every 30 you know, every actually more like eight seconds, you're just moving, constantly moving. Yeah, and and that's that's where you, uh, with a car auctioneer, that's where you really start making a difference. Um, but anyway, Eric, I want to remind people to go to our website, certainly WalkerAuctions.com, and um, you'll see the auctions that we have up. We're typically, how many would you say we put up a week? Uh. Average throughout the year, we've got at least four auctions closing during the week. Um, some weeks are slower. Some are faster. Mm-hmm. Some some will have six oh, closing uh, a yeah. week. And I, which I, honestly, I don't like that. yeah, we're not. We'd rather do we'd rather do one a week. Mm-hmm. That's as big as it can be. But that's not, but that's that, not how it works. typically doesn't that's not how fishing works. Two a week's okay. That's right. 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 We we'll like to. We had one this week that closed, and it was in Haiti, Missouri. Yeah. So it's you know that's an hour forty five north on the interstate and that's where brenda is today is doing a pickup for that um for that auction and it great items um however we did pick up a lot of new bidders in that area um yeah and you know we you guys are from hey you mm-hmm. guys are from the booty Hill. we do love going back and doing auctions there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um that's a that's a great little spot and the state of missouri is unique in that you don't have to have an auction license uh, to conduct auction, I could, you know, we could, I'm not licensed in Missouri, but I mean, I'm, you know, nobody has to be, but like, I'm, I'm not licensed in Kentucky, but I couldn't go to Kentucky and say I'm an auctioneer. No. Uh, but I could go to Missouri and say, yeah, I'm an auctioneer and start bid calling. And well, the fun. interesting thing about a Missouri auction is that you can, if, even if you're not a realtor, oh, that's right. You can sell real estate by auction the day of the as long as it sells at the day of the auction yeah mm-hmm. that's true mm-hmm. that is true it's it's a it's a unique state mm-hmm. it's a very unique state uh, uh in fact that's we're going to that conference in a few weeks yeah and and, that, and uh, lance was lance was not fibbing he will be in 10 states over the next 10 weeks yeah and uh 
Um, I hope it doesn't keel over after he gets done with all these. <laughs> I just hope my washing machine stays working because when he comes home, he empties the clothes out. I wash the clothes, <laughs> stick them in the dryer, put them back in the suitcase. <laughs> and we do hope that the dry cleaning company stays moving and shaking, let me tell you. Yes. That's, that's vitally important. So we've got we've got some auctions coming up. We've got uh, some things that we're working on behind the scenes that we'll be telling you about more and more as as they're picking up. A um, lot of stuff going on in the next probably uh, maybe two or three months. Yes. So we'll just. We've got a couple of bigger pieces of property, too, that we're potentially going to have coming up on the website. So, but folks, you've been listening to the It's Time to Sell show. If you need. There I go. I did it again. <laughs> I think it, I, I think you got to do it. We may have, we may have to rename it. Maybe we'll have a we'll have it like penciled in with an arrow. It's pointing it. Um, uh, folks, uh, I'm Eric Walker, and over there is Terry Walker. We are uh, Walker Auctions auctioneers here in Memphis, Tennessee. If you need uh, vehicles, jewelry, uh, an estate sold, if you need help uh, selling your real estate, please give us a call. We'd love to talk to you. We would love to help you. Do that. We help people solve problems. Um, and, you know, just to remember that here at Walker Auctions, we don't just fiddle around. Oh, maybe Eric does. Maybe I do. Just <laughs> on occasion. Every now and again. It's a hobby. <laughs>